You are listening to a message that was given at Living Word Chapel, Oracle, Arizona. It is our hope and prayer that God will use this message to speak to you and enrich your life. For more information, visit lwcoracle.org. Part five, uh, one, two, three, four. I'm part four. I'm part four of, of this series that we have titled Love Language. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's based on some of Dr. Gary Chapman's book, uh, The Five Love Languages. Uh, but there are some things that I'm not using from the book. You know, there's some, in fact, this, this chapter, I'm, I don't think I'm using anything that I read from Dr. Chapman's book, uh, but I'm using a lot of things that I think relate to the importance of this subject. And this subject is very important to all of us, this, this uh, expression of love. Remember, I've talked about love has many expressions, and we, we simplify it here in the United States and in, in our English language. We simplify it. We can say, I love the Diamondbacks. Anyone ever said that? I love the Diamondbacks. Raise your hand if you have. We got five people that are Diamondback fans. Lord, we just pray for all these Arizonians here. Even, even if they're transfer growth, we pray for them. Uh, no, so you might say, I love the Diamondbacks, or, or I love the, the, the Arizona Cardinals, or whatever. You know, you guys have your favorite team. And then at the same, in the same uh, word, I love my wife. Right? And your wife does not equate to that kind of love. Or I love God, and I love uh, Dairy Queen. Anyone ever said that, right? Well, the, rea- the reality is that there, there are different levels. And so in, in the Greek, we find the, that the expression of love is in different, lang- different words, right? There's agape. Agape is the unconditional love we have for God and that God has for us especially. And then there's phileo, you know, the love we have in friendships. And uh, all of these different uh, words that we use in, 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 in the Greek language. And so love is a lot more complicated than just... I love someone. And when we find the love language of, of those that we are in relationship with, uh, it begins to, to, to really change our relationships, whether they be friendships or uh, siblings or mother-father, um, uh, father-son, father-daughter, all those different kinds, uh, we begin to have a, a, a deeper and a, a, a more wonderful growth in our, in our love relationship and so today we're going to be talking about time. And it is so important to our, our relationships. Our time is so important to our relationships. In fact, you will give your time to what's important to you. That's an unspoken expression. Can I, can I just say that? It's an unspoken expression that we will give our time to the things that are important to us. I was watching a movie on, uh, on Amazon Prime recently, Sean and I, and it's called A Question of Faith. Uh, and it's one of those movies that, that it's kind of a tearjerker. You know, you, you, Sean cries. I just get something in my eye when these kinds of movies come, and I, <laughs> I have to get, out, get it out. It kind of makes my eyes water a little bit, but it's not really crying. But anyways, um, so the, the, the storyline story is that this, 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 this guy, this dad, is caught up in his business, and, uh, and, and he misses a meeting with his youngest son that ends up to be tragic. That's all I'm going to give you, okay? It's called The Question of Faith, and, uh, and, and it, it becomes a tragedy uh, because he missed this uh, appointment with his youngest son. And, and, and from that, uh, you see that he, he, he had to take a step back and, and, and look at his, the way that he handled time. More importantly, his time. I, I shared this several months ago, and I'm going to share it again. Some of you maybe have not heard it. I, I remember... Um, Early in my ministry, early in the you know when I was uh, became a pastor, 
uh, or the lead pastor of, of LWC, uh, my son, my son and I, one of my sons and myself, we were having a, we were having a, a day together at the house, and we had, we were having dinner, and uh, he began to, uh, be, he began to share his heart with me, and right about the time that I could see that he was in this great place where he was just opening up to me, the doorbell rang at my house. And I'll never forget the look on his face. Because as I began to walk toward the door, there was someone at the door that uh, needed ministry, you know. And I, I'm, it was something that was familiar to, to my son and to the family is that sometimes people come around and they need something. They need, they need prayer or whatever. But I'll never forget the look on, on, on my son's face in that he was so uh, disheartened by the break in this, in this uh, engagement that we were having, this, this wonderful relationship that was being formed, and, and it was broken because I went to go answer the door, and then from that began to pray with this individual for a situation that was very important to him as well. It broke that special moment that I was having with my with my son, and then I came home, I mean, I came to the office the next week, and I, I drafted something that I used to teach in all the newcomers class, or I used to share in all the newcomers class, and one of the things that I would share is that my family needs my time, too, because my family is my first ministry. It would be a horrible disservice to the work of God if I was to win every community to Jesus and lose my family in the process. Amen? And so I, I really took a step back and, and began to, to, to look at how important family is as well as everybody. You need to know this. When I say this, it's not that you're not important. Every person is important to God. But there are relationships that we are establishing that are vital in our life. And so uh, I, I really took a, 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 a serious look at how important that was. Now, from that time, I have identified that this uh, son of mine, that his love language at the very top of his priority is time. Quality time. In fact, when we hang out, it does something to him. Just us being together, you know, it does something to him, and we have this quality time. And, and so there may be someone in here, you, you may be in here, or you may know someone that they, they really don't care if you give them all, all kinds of words of affirmation. They don't care if you give them uh, 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 gifts. I mean, it's okay for you to give them gifts, but they really want to spend time with you. You ever heard that from someone? All I want is to spend time with you. That's all I want. In fact, you might be in here and, and you're, lacking, you're lacking that love language in your life of someone spending quality time with you. And so your relationships are breaking up. They're breaking apart because you need that time. You need this, this special uh, 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 quality, this special expression of love of time. You see, that, that moment with, with my son, I was never going to be able to get that back. I know that. Now, let me say this. We had a lot of quality moments after that. We had some amazing quality moments before that. But that moment, I never got it back. This is something that you have to decide in your own self, in your own life, with your people that God has brought into your life how are you going to guard your time so that you don't lose those moments that you never can get back? Time is something that money can't buy. And touch can't bring it back. Affirmation and all the great words will make it better, but it will never get a moment back. And I've seen people, I've seen people get their hearts broken. I have gone to events, I have gone to graduations 
I have gone to uh, uh, maybe a, a recital where a, a child, a teenager, and a, a young adult, it could be a, a celebration of a 25th anniversary, that there's that one person that's missing that someone says, I wish that this person was here. And so today we're going to talk about how important is it for us to manage our time. Can we all smile? <laughs> because I think God's going to help us. Amen? God is, God is the, uh, the giver of time. God is the, 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 the one who, who has given us the ability to, to manage because we're created in his image. So we're able to do things, but we have to really, uh, we have to prioritize, right? And we have to be intentional. And so today is about being intentional with this love language called time. And here's, here's the scripture passage that I have for us. Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 4, verses 9 through 12, okay? And there it's, it's uh, the, uh, Solomon, who was the wisest man that ever lived uh, except for Jesus. And uh, Solomon is going to write something to us. Uh, that is vital to, to understanding how important people in our lives are. But I want to pray first. So, Father, thank you for every person here. Thank you, Lord God. What a, what a blessing it is to see uh, all the, the, the souls that are represented here at Living Word. And I pray your blessing over their, their hearing, over their listening, over their hearts, their receptiveness. And uh, I just pray for me as your, as your voice today. Pray that you will direct me and guide me, Holy Spirit, that I'll speak in a way that honors Jesus. And uh, at the end of the day, it's not about me, it's about you. It's about your word that changes us. And so as we look at this valuable expression of love called time, I pray that we will uh, leave here with uh, understanding that time is vital and that uh, you have given us an ability to, to use it for blessings and uh, we pray to do that in, in the name of Jesus, we pray. And everyone said, amen. So here's, here's the Bible passage right here. Two people are better off than one. Two people are better off than one. For they can, they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in what? Is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together <clears throat> can help each other uh, stay warm, but how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. There, uh, three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. And so what, what, the, what the Bible passage tells us today is that relationships are important. Amen? Relationships are important. And what we do with these relationships will really depend on the time that we place into relationships. So here's, here's what I, 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 I made an acronym out of time. Uh, time is an acronym which points us to expressing our God-directed quality time love language. So what does the T stand for? The T stands for two people are better. Two people are better. The cure for, for loneliness is, what do you think the cure for loneliness would be? Yeah, relationships, right? Togetherness, relationships. But not only relationships, how about if we say the right relationships? There's a lot of married people that are just, in lo just as lonely or more lonely than those that are single. Right? And so it's getting the right relationships. It's getting our relationships under the direction, under the will of God, and, 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 and allowing him to, to direct us in our, in our everyday. And, and the one relationship which is most important is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Because until we have a relationship with God, all of us have something missing in our life. It's like my neighbor's daughter. They, they moved 
probably five years ago, but uh, their daughter was probably five years old, six years old, and I would come, come out of the door and get ready to come to the church, and she would yell out of, from, the, from, the, from her street, she'd cross the street, she'd yell, and she'd say, Pastor Jamie, I want to go to church with you. And her, and her mom would say, shh, shh. And she, every time, it did not fail. And she would run up and down the street, Pastor Jamie, I want to go to church with you. And so the mom one time, it was months afterwards, right? The mom, she, you know, stop it. We don't want to go to church, right? I don't know if that's what she was saying. I'm just, that's just what I'm thinking. So one time the mom comes up to, I'm, I'm getting in the car, and she says, why does she say that she wants to go to church every time? She's always asking to go to church. I said, let me tell you why. I said, every person has a God-sized emptiness and void in their soul. And, and, and that's, that emptiness needs to be filled with God. I said, but if you don't give her God, she's going to fill that emptiness with something else. She'll fill that emptiness with, with guys. She'll fill that emptiness with, you know, maybe drugs, alcohol, whatever. All of us are trying to fill that emptiness in our lives. Everyone that's passing through, the, through, the, through Highway 77, everyone has an emptiness without God. Our greatest relationship that we can have, beloved, is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And so we, we, we begin to understand um, that th- this is true. In fact, our God loves uh, to be with us so much that he even named his own son in honor of his quality time with us. The Bible says this. It says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name, what? Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. You see, God cares so much about relationships that from the very onset of the Messiah being born, they said his name will be called Emmanuel, God with us. That's how important fellowship is to God. That's how important spending time with someone is to God. In fact, not only do we need God in our life, we also need people in our life that God places there, right? In in, uh, Genesis 2, verse 18, uh, God had already given us uh, the account of how everything was created, the heavens and the earth, Uh, the moon and the stars, the sun, and all of his creation, the galaxies and people and everything. And then in verse 18, after he said, "This, this is good, this is very good, he says something. He says, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him. And that helper, that, that word right there, I love it when I do premarital counseling, when I talk about that word, that word is the same word that's used for God in other places in the Old Testament. It actually means I'll make him a savior who's going to save him from loneliness, who's going to save, save him from trying to do life on his own. Every one of us needs someone in our life that's going to help us through the most difficult of times. And you guys probably know people in your life that have been there for you in your most difficult of times. Amen? And so as we talk about relationships, as we talk about marriage or we talk about friendships, we talk about uh, siblings, uh, work relationships, you guys may have uh, people at work that you're very close to. Why do you think you're so close to the people at work? Because you spend time with them. When I worked underground as an underground miner for, for, for years I was very close to my partners. We used to call each other. This, is, this was the, the term that you would talk to your partner for. It was, you called them cuate, my cuate, my, my twin. And so we said, you know, cuate, let's, let's do this. Twin. We, we, we had this brotherhood because when you were working together underground, they were going to watch your back. They were going to be there in the most difficult of things. You've seen people die. You've seen people mangled. You've seen people go through all kinds of things. You trusted each other. You took care of each other. You shared your lunch with each other, especially when they brought good lunches. (laughs) 
You don't have your light on. You look at your lunchbox. Eh, what do you got, cuate? I'll trade you my bologna sandwich for that green chili burrow, bro. All right? See, you'll never be able to say, you'll never be able to say, do you remember the time we did unless you spend time with people? That's why small groups are so vital. You know, small groups. Here in this, here in this service, all you guys see is the back of people's heads. It's so funny because, so we're walking into this monster jam. I got to share something. Yesterday, I took, I took we, we took, Sean and I, took uh, my, my, our grandkids and uh, my daughter and son-in-law tagged along. We really didn't want them to go. We wanted the grandkids only, but <laughs> anyways, they tagged along. And so we went to this thing called Monster Jam, right? And it's these big trucks and they run over cars. And Now, I've never been. I, I, that's not been my, my thing. I, I grew up loving sports. My kids love sports. And then my grandson came along and he loves these monster trucks, Right? And so we're walking into this pack. There's a lot of people at the Tucson Convention Center. I'm walking behind this guy, and I see, I read the back of his shirt, and it says, Las Cruces Harley Davidsons. So I'm walking, and he's, you know, not a, not a tall stature. So I'm looking at him. I said, I know that guy. And Shauna says, don't do it. We don't, we don't have time. We're running late. And I'm walking. I'm going like this. I'm walking behind him. I'm going like this. I know this guy. And I say, hey, are you from Lordsburg? And he's walking, he's walking yeah, I, w- I was. I said, are you, a, are, are you a Quintana? Are you a Quintana? Yeah, who are you? <laughs> I said, bro, I'm Jamie Reese, man. James Reese, oh, my goodness. So we started hugging each other and all this stuff, right? So you guys, when you guys are going to be at Fry's, you're going to say, hey, I know that guy from church right there. I said, I know that girl because of the back of the head. Anyways, I thought that. <laughs> Relationships, right? Relationships. So Ecclesiastes says, two people are better off than one, for they can help each other to succeed. So when we give people our time, when we build these special relationships, we're really helping others to succeed. And I love what Hebrews says. Hebrews 10, 24 says, let us think of ways that we can motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us, let us think of, of ways that, that, that I can actually motivate someone into doing something positive. How, how, can, I, how can I walk down here and, and, and motivate how can I motivate Tracy? Tracy, you can do better. You can do it. Tracy says, leave me alone. Right? <laughs> or Jason, dude, on the base, bro, you were, uh, you were incredible. I'm, I'm not kidding about that. That was incredible. You were awesome. Right? Or Tim, you know, huh? without a relationship, I'll pound you, bro, pound. Blow it up, dude. Blow it up. <laughs> so... We, we have these relationships, we form them, and, and we become better. We, co- we become better together. This role right here needs a lot of prayer. They got JD on that side and Daniel, so they need to get better. Praise God that Mike and Sandy are there to kind of keep everything in line, right? We have been given relationships so that we can help each other to get better. And one of the most important things that a relationship without time is not a relationship. I've been married for 31 years. And I love my wife. She loves me sometimes. (laughs) But the most important thing that has that has helped our our relationship, our marriage, to become what it is, is we spend time together. We know each other. She knows things about me that that, that most people don't. You know, those those that are in my intimate circle, uh, yeah, Jeff just said, except Mike and I. Um, I was just going to say that, Jeff. Those that are in my intimate circle, I, 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 I 
express myself. I share things because I want people to be in my corner that are going to be there for me in my most difficult times. And the only way that you have these kinds of relationships is with spending time together. You know, there's a a saying that says, idle hands are the devil's playground. You ever heard that? Idle hands are the devil's playground. When you don't have when you don't have some accountability, when you don't have relationships, when you don't have uh, uh, time with people that are going to hold you accountable, there's a lot of things that you can do that can take you and lead you astray. Amen? And so we need to know that two people are better. The, the, the second, the, the I stands for this. Invest your best. Invest your best. I don't know what Warren Buffett's um, faith uh, is. is. I don't know what his relationship with God is. But he said something that just is profound. Warren Buffett said this. Someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. That's a profound statement. It's a lot bigger than what, what, what you're thinking right now. And the reason that it is so incredible is that someone invested a seed a long time ago so that others could benefit today. Are you with me? Someone invested a seed and planted it in the ground so that others and probably many others in the future would benefit and reap a a, a harvest of blessing because of what they've done. When we invest the best into our relationships that matter, it will benefit generations. When I, if I want to make my, my, my family, my lineage, the best it can be, I need to invest into my family and my lineage. Amen? If you want your family to become all that God wants it to become, you have got to invest your best. If you want your church to become the best, you have to invest your time to make it the best. When we go into the schools and we, and we recondition them, we repaint, we go and we do landscaping, we go and we invest the best of our hands and the best of our efforts so that we can make our community a better place. We're praying right now for Seminole uh, School District. All of us that are, that are from this area, we're praying because they have had to make some very difficult decisions. They're, they're shutting down schools because they've lost children. They're going through difficulties. They're going through some rough times. Us as a church of this area, we don't say, oh, I can't believe this is happening. We say this, God, you're bigger than what's going on. We invest the best into people's lives. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy when I think about what Warren Buffett says because here's what I do. I do real crazy things. And I don't care what people say. Like I pray around my house. I don't know if you guys do that. You know, I, pray, I go and I pray around my house. I pray around the boundaries. Say, Lord, bless this. Bless this property. Don't let evil be, have any place here. I plant trees and I say, to, 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 when I said, say, Lord, let these trees represent our lives. Let them, bear, let them bear fruit. We have an apple tree. I've talked about the apple tree, right? Now, guess what I did with my, with my uh, two other grandkids? So we have one apple tree, so we've got three grandkids, one on the way. Love it. I tell my kids, have five. <laughs> five. That's minimal. My daughter-in-law goes, No way. I planted, we, we planted two other trees. We put, two, we put an orange tree and a lime tree, right? And guess what happens when you plant citrus trees in the cold? They're a lot of work. You invest your best. I, I have to go up there. I've been going out every night, and I, I made these two towels, these big towels, these beach towels. I had to cut them so I could wrap them and tie them. 
Why? Because I want these trees to make it. And I told my grandkids, I said, these trees, the orange tree is yours, Stephen. The lime tree is yours, Ava. The apple tree is yours, Samaya. And I want for you guys, when you see it, let it be a representation of the goodness of God in your life. When you eat that fruit, remember that God is good. You see, we invest the best into our kids. We invest the best into our church. We invest the best into our communities so that we can live a life that is the best of our potential. Amen? And you can only do that. You can only do that with time. So this right now media, you're going to have 24 hours every day of the week to say, I can either invest into my, my, my growth as a believer I can start a small group and I can grow with other people or I can just go on living my life using my time how it is right now. And I guarantee you, beloved, I guarantee you that if you allow the Lord to direct you with one of these studies, it'll change you for the better. Amen? Your time is important. Here's the M. Make the most of every minute. So this past week, there was a great man of God that has gone to be with Jesus. This man of God impacted so many people. His name's Billy Graham. They had him at the state capitol. They did this beautiful service and honored him. He's one of four civilians that they've done this kind of an honor there at the state capitol. Now, this man has impacted my life in that my wife got saved at the young age of, of uh, six years old at a Billy Graham crusade in Phoenix, Arizona. She's who she is because this person invested every minute. Not only did he do that, but my, the pastor who passed the baton to me, Bob Cannon, he partnered with him in L.A. when they did a, 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 at the L.A. Coliseum. They did a huge um, uh, uh, service there. A huge campaign. Billy Graham made the most of every minute. And can I tell you, you, every minute mattered to God. And you're no different than Billy Graham. Every one of your minutes matters to God. God loves you. The Bible says this. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others when, we are, when they are troubled. We will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. For the more that we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. Now, do you see the seed that is planted right there when we are there for people the way that God has been there for us? Do you see that when, 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 when we invest the best, when we, when we are, make the most of every minute, we're there for people in their most difficult times, just like God is there for us in our most difficult times? You are people of comfort to a world that's hurting. But you cannot do this without making the most of your time and I really believe that there's people in your life there's people in your circle of influence that need to be comforted because this world is so cruel and devastating and it's through the power of Jesus Christ that you're able to make an impact in their life the E stands for evaluate your priorities I read this on Pinterest and I thought it was pretty cool because this is how the world thinks. It says, people make time for what they want to make time for. People text and they call and they reply to people that they want to talk to. And then they said, never believe anyone who says they're too busy. If they wanted to be around you, they would. Now, now let's just process that. Remember this. Now, you have a child, you have a a, a, a close friend, you have a, a spouse, 
When you say you're too busy to them too many times, they're going to say, it's not that you're too busy, it's, not, it's that you're not making any time for me. We make time for the things that are important for us. We make times for the people that are important for us. All I'm saying to you, beloved, without ever any condemnation, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. All I'm saying is that as we take a step back and go through this love language series, time is something that you can manage. Time is something that is in your control. God gives us 24 hours each day. Eight of that should be to sleep and get some good rest. Amen? The rest of it is for us to, number one, have a relationship with God. Number two, get our relationships right with others. Those right relationships that are going to lead us in a path of peace and grace and love and forgiveness. And you keep moving forward. Let me end by saying this. So at Living Word Chapel, we have, um, we have something that we call the bigs. And I would be doing the bigs even if I wasn't a pastor. The bigs is another acronym. And the big stands for this. The B stands for best Sunday worship experience that you can have. When you make God your priority on Sunday, the rest of the week is a great week. Sunday is the first day of the week, not the end of the week. It's the first day of the week. So when you start with Jesus at the center, everything is good. The I stands for invest one day a week to a small group. The thing about it is that at a small group, I do, I do less talking and more listening. We have a small group, and I don't do all the talking. I listen, and I have someone else teach, and I just soak it in. I need those people around me to help me. You need people around you one day a week, not every day of the week, one day a week, where you can grow together and be there for each other and encourage one another. We all need a small group. The G stands for this. Give your family what they need. They don't need a Nintendo. They don't need an Xbox. They, can, they want one, and you can give them that. You can give them an iPad. What they need is your time. They need your time. You need, they need for you to listen to them. What happened at school today? What did you do today? What do you love? What, you, you should know what your spouse loves. What does she like to eat? I can tell you right now that my wife loves to eat salads. Salads. She even wraps a hamburger in a salad. We went to In-N-Out. I know what she wants. She wants a protein burger. Babe, how can you eat those? You need bread. No, I don't want bread. I want a protein burger. Okay, so know what they like. Give your family what they need. They need your time. And then the last thing in the bigs, S, strive to give your community. Strive to make a difference in your community. That's what it is, right? Quit talking about your town. Quit talking about your country. Quit talking about how bad it is. Make a difference. That's balance, beloved. That's good investment of time. Let's pray. I'm done. Father, thank you. Thank you for pouring every minute of life into me. You've taken your time to invest the very best into my life and the lives of others. You've poured your love into our lives through Jesus. So Holy Spirit, help me to pause. Help me to pause during the week and receive the love of God and get recharged. I confess that I can't do this thing called life without the resources of God Almighty. So Jesus, I put my trust in you to make every minute matter in my own life and especially in the lives of others. And we pray this in the name that is above all names, the name of Jesus Christ. And everyone said amen. And as we prayed this, the Lord just, he just kind of said, there's someone here that you're taking the time to be here this, this uh, first service, this Sunday morning, because God is calling you. He's, he wants to love on you, and you want that too. So if you're making a, a, a step of faith to, to, to say, I need Jesus in my life, just today's your day. Just praying that prayer, you've done that. And tell someone, say, I made a choice today to just let Jesus guide my life. Amen. This has been a message from Living Word Chapel. 
We hope that you've been blessed by it. Make sure you check out lwcoracle.org for more information.